episode, we are going to answer some questions. We have received a good little handful of them. You've been asking for them over the past couple of months. Yep. So we're going to get to those. Some of them, not all of them. We'll get to some of them. <laughs> and we have Hootie on with us to add his insights as well. So the chime so, in with the cup relief. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you can tell your stories about dancing. It is most welcome. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Pootie, you ready? I'm always ready. So one of the questions was just, why does our sound quality sound so terribly as of late? So that is a really good question. <laughs> and you may even be asking it still on this episode. <laughs> and this, this is what we call a growing pain. So we have been trying to put out more video content. We also got a new program on the computer that we've been learning how to use. And during this growing pain, this learning curve, <laughs> um, it's just kind of sounded like crap here and there. So <laughs> thank you for still listening and still enjoying the content. But that is why we're still wanting to put out content and at the same time, learning how to use all this stuff and trying to be able to put out video content every week and not just audio, trying to get our stuff out to as many platforms as possible. We so, have had people say that they're super yeah. excited about the video content and like it. Yes, I will, I will name him Wes Mooborn, Mooburn. Say it right, put yeah. some respect on it. I'm sorry, Wes, I gotta put some respect on it for you. Um, but you have mentioned several times that you love that we're doing video now, so if anything, if anything, it's for you. And we love you dearly. So for us. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it helps, um, once you guys get to Canada, um, yeah. which I'm just, everybody knows, right? Like that's yeah, a, yeah. That's well known, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, once you get to Grand Canada, you can just start recording in Garage Mahal and then you'll have pro sound. It'll be great. So yeah. um, just bear with yeah. you guys. That's what I would say. Just bear with you. Nice. Um, a few more months. Okay. If you, if, you, if you really want to see poor qual sound quality, go back to the very first episode of Rebels, um, where all you can hear is me breathing and Nate talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so well, those were some of the best. You the can answer the next question, Chris, because you might be closer to this than what we are. But okay. do you know when, the, when all of the podcasts will go back to, quote, normal? So I think this means like, when will your podcast come back? When will we get better at releasing every week? And like, will we have video content coming soon? Like how you guys used to put out um, video content. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in terms of, in terms of the rebel podcast, we're probably a week um, from recording now. So um, where we are is the 9th of July. So we're probably about a week. So like, I would say like the, Fourteenth uh, or the like twenty-first of July will be when we're when we're scheduled to be back like normal. Mm -hmm. um, just anybody who's on this podcast and doesn't know part of the part of the issue that the rebels have faced is that uh, um, P Nate we call him P Nate because he's Pastor Nate, um, and so our church is um, he's a solo pastor for the for the moment in his church. So um, with COVID, a lot of extra things got put on his plate. Um, so we, one, we, we wanted to try to alleviate a lot of his like, um, extra responsibilities because Rebels isn't, isn't a, isn't a ministry that, uh, 
he does during his work hours. It's something that is done through our, our spare time. Um, and then the, the gentleman who does like our producer, Dave, who does most of the video editing, most of the podcast editing for our, our podcast, he was also doing church, our sermons and uh, like for Crossroads, our church, and also like Nate's daily videos that he's been putting out for the church. Um, and we just didn't feel like we could keep going with the podcast at the same level um, during the COVID situation because we, we didn't want to overburden Nate and Dave um, during the, the, the podcast, but we're, we're still thinking about things and doing things. We just uh, um, are hoping to get restarted from our end very shortly. We, we do plan to record um, the next week for the next little bit of time. And the, the goal is to continue on. And that to be right up front, part of the reason we wanted to expand the network originally, um, which Grant and Erica were two of the first people that came, that were the two first people, is, is partly because we know that as life, Nate has three young kids, I work full time, as life changes as we get older, um, the, the frequency and the chances that we're going to miss a week is higher. Mm -hmm. um, but we always want to make sure somebody was giving you guys good, good content. Um, so thankfully, we have Grant and Erica who are we're very consistent in terms of putting out great stuff. Me and Nate will hopefully be back. Joe Boot and the Ezra Institute will be back. Um, and then we hope that there are other things coming um, that will help fill a lot of those gaps for you guys. So um, thank you for being patient. Thank you to whoever asked that question about like, um, if we're going to get back to normal, the answer is yes. Um, but hopefully much like the world and the churches, what the new normal is, is much better than what the old normal was. So mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what I would uh, say to that. I like it. Like it, I I think a lot of people um, were understanding too, and I I just want to thank the listeners who are understanding of our network kind of having to adjust. adjust. But you know, I feel like everyone had to adjust in some way during mm -hmm. this time. So um, it was very normal <laughs> to just have to adjust and understand. You know, mm -hmm. things had to be done differently or or whatever, you know, that was kind of the, the story of everybody's life right? since March. Exactly. When, and when it started, remember, like it was, it was mid-March kind of thing when every, everything yep. kind of kicked off. We, we thought that was going to be like a week, two, two, or a week or two of a break. Yeah. So like we didn't realize that this was going to, all of a sudden we were going to get shut down where we could like get fined for going to Dave's house but to do yeah. like the recording and stuff like that. Um, and we did, we did try, like I said, but um, we, we had no idea that this was going to stretch into, yeah. well, well, here we are in July and we're not back to like mm -hmm. full meeting in the church or anything like that. Um, so like we had no idea we were going to leave you guys so much in the lurch. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so crazy. Um, it, it's insane. And I, I hope that like one for the people who have been with us for a long time, they were trained enough in how to think biblically through these, these <laughs> consequences in the world that, that it was okay. And then anybody who's been, home and not having anything to do has found our content and we're able to enjoy the old stuff. Um, but know that we're soon to be coming out with a whole bunch of new great stuff as well. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yay. All right. Um, one of the questions was, are you releasing any new content? And then specifically cookbook. So I think this is referring to the prepared table. Yes. Which really did not turn out so well because no. you really can't host a lot of people during quarantine. No. Halfway through prepared table, 
this whole thing happened and people were encouraged to quarantine and not meet with people and, and the whole like purpose groceries of, were per- sparse yeah yeah exactly you couldn't even get the things you needed so that kind of <laughs> i mean that completely blew up it was up. a great idea though <laughs> yeah it's great well uh i know you wrote the majority of the thing you and sandra but i know for me I would love to see it be put into um, an ebook. Print would obviously be awesome too, but to be put into an ebook and there's and then, no immediate plans though. No, 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 no plans. But it's definitely in our minds to to Someday, do maybe. for um, for people because whether people do forty days in a row or forty weeks or just use it as something just a cookbook, a monthly yeah yeah, yeah cookbook. Oh, this day's recipes are awesome, and then the devotionals can go with it and stuff like it's just I hope we I hope we will be able to make it available as a resource because it is like Pudi said super good idea yeah. yeah but we do have other content coming out soon we can't talk about it yet though not all of it you gotta wait till next week or to hear about our new content right yeah and that yeah telling you the ideas they're we're they're mixing turning. yeah they're turning there's I got all kinds of stuff in my mind bouncing around yeah, you guys, the uh, little little Rebel Network insight is I I realize we're not the Rebel Network anymore, but I, old hat. <laughs> um, you you guys typically throw an idea out like probably once every couple weeks that we're usually like, that's brilliant. Feel free to do that. <laughs> like, so there are tons of good ideas that you guys have had. It's just more a matter of like time and time and prep, right, to get to get the most. So anybody who's like. Yeah. Been with us long enough knows that there's there are lots of great ideas um me and nate have them too we just never do any of them so it works out great <laughs> as well so, uh, that's that. good so all well, that to say stay tuned though right yeah wait till next week and you'll hear stay more tuned. about that and yeah share i mean share our stuff with your friends get mm-hmm. people on board so that right. way and, we got... well and tell us what would be helpful content too yeah do you like the stuff that's geared towards kids do you like the spot the lie content that the rebels were putting out for a while like what is actually yeah. helpful what do you love or what don't you see a lot of the apologetics yeah. are on god's law old testament stuff or whatever it's good to get feedback yeah if you just mention the words god's law to nate you'll get tons of content because <laughs> like he wants to talk about that at all times <laughs> all day so if you guys want more of that that's an easy sell is all i'm saying right nice uh okay. one of the questions was any update on the move because our last episode we talked about or two episodes ago now gotcha. we talked about the craziness with our move well so right now it looks like a three-month delay for us so we thought we were going to be out of here in a couple weeks or so and it's looking like beginning of october the van brimmers will be able to peace out of new york and head up to canada finally and that will help our content too once we get up there who we already said that i think mm-hmm. once we get there it'll make everything better easier like the quality of our content will be better you know so. it's funny people um people i i've often thought before like everything's online or internet like why would living close together help anyway but but it really does i don't know you know what that dynamic really is but just being closer and being able to see people face to face, it really does uh, mm-hmm. make things a heck of a lot easier. 
Yeah, I, I, th I think like, um, I, I think some of the e like best ideas like me and Nate have ever come up with is literally when we're standing like waiting to waiting for church to start like he's about to preach i'm about to do worship or whatever and we're just at the door and i'm like you know it's a great idea why don't we do this <laughs> like and there's just little things like that where it's like it's not a formal conversation it's not something i've thought about and we've texted it's just like you're just in communion and, and community together and things get birth that's how rebels started in the first place yeah me and nate coming up with an idea and we're like let's actually do this one because um, nice. we come up with ideas all the time that we just don't do <laughs> um and we we're like let's just try this one out and see if it works um and so getting you guys up to canada like selfishly one that's going to be wicked but two like things think better things will get birth just from you guys from like hey let's all go out for dinner and we're all sitting around chatting and then you know ideas flow kind of thing i don't know mm -hmm. I, way to say that, I think um, ideas right, and like, libations exactly right right now we have to like get everything's either through text or through zoom or through right. like messages where it's like all the all the spur of the moment ideas that you might say and then you know nate might add add two cents to that just makes it all of a sudden a great idea mm -hmm. doesn't happen through text because you have to sit and take the time to to think it out and type mm -hmm. it out whereas like in real life you can just throw in an idea and then all of a sudden four other people are just like well I like this part. Let's do this with it. And then all of a sudden it's a huge thing and it's amazing. Right. Um, yeah. so nice. it's a very personal idea. I think like, <laughs> I like it. Okay. Uh, in a recent episode, you sounded as though you were pro gun. Can you explain if you are? Who are you talking to? I'm assuming you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't had any recent episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am very pro gun. That I mean, you're talking to a paratrooper, right? So you you are talking to a, a Afghan veteran times two and and all that. So yes, very pro gun. Although there are people who leave the military and and are not pro gun. There's they are out there, but I think the founders were spot on to ensure that the people had the right to bear arms, um, in case the government um, got sick with power and wanted to take them over, that the people would have the ability to resist a tyrannical government. That seems preposterous in today's <laughs> society. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, the people should be able to match what what the state has, essentially. Okay, whatever that so, looks like or whatever. But. So put that into a biblical framework. Um, so it, it does relate to um, not only the the commands that god has given every person to self-govern and to fulfill the cultural mandate so obviously if a state is coming in and enslaving you you can't obey god in that way so so there's there's that sort of aspect but also i see it as a um it's a sphere overreach um if a man a man should be able to defend his home he is the head of his sphere the family and the state has, you know, a specific function, which really is just to, is just justice, to wield the sword. That's predominantly the only job the state is so supposed to have. So are you saying, since they're supposed to wield the sword, then they're the one that has the weapon and you don't? No, they wield the sword in that they exact justice okay. on the wrongdoer. But the, 
the head of the household, the head of the family, should be able to protect his home and to protect um, his family and his property. So that ties to um, the, the commandment, you shall not steal. That, that commandment assumes private, private property that God has given to that person. Which and, belongs to that person only. Right. And so, again, you need to, you have to be able to resist those who would come in to steal from you. Mm-hmm. And God's law talks about it. God's law talks about it. there's nothing wrong if in the middle of the night someone comes to do you harm or you suspect they've come to do you harm. And if you take their life, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So I don't think I'm not the, I'm not the person who thinks like everyone must have a gun. Like some people just don't want one. They don't care to, or don't have have the interest because they have a ill family member or something. Yep. Um, if they don't feel comfortable because they have small kids in the house or they themselves don't really know how to operate it or something like there are a lot of different reasons that maybe people don't want one. Got it. That's, I'm not saying everyone should have one, but I think everyone should be able to. Do you think every man should have a means to protect his family? Yes. And I, that's why I think in gen, yeah, in general, there should be definitely some forethought of how do I protect my family? Whether that's knowing self-defense, having weapons, being uh, in, I don't know, in shape, strong, knowing how you're going to, I don't know, throw stuff to trip an intruder. And I mean, I, who knows what it is? You know what I mean? There's a hundred different ways, but a man should definitely be thinking about those things to protect his family and his home. Any yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I, this actually, it's funny that this came up. This is, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the video where Nate and I argue about guns. Um, Cause this would be, this was, this was actually something was probably it was probably around the time of Sandy Hook um, that this came up. maybe maybe after that but mm-hmm. one of the one of the big shooting things we had a rebel video about like uh, guns and I was basically like just take them all away from everybody and that was my kind of my point and they, I remember they being like I didn't expect you to say that <laughs> my point was like Americans I'm I'm gonna label you guys not I'm not talking about Canadians but Americans I feel like. At that time, I had felt like lost their gun privileges, where it's like, you can't trust anybody with them, take them all away from everybody. But my failure in that idea was like, because I still look at Romans 13 and be like, well, the the government has a mandate to protect us, which means they should be armed. And then so my failure in that was looking at the fact that like, each individual man has that same mandate for his family, has the same mandate for himself, and the numerous examples in, in scripture where men are armed and God doesn't rebuke them for it. Nehemiah, mm-hmm. you, if you remember back to Nehemiah's building the wall, yeah. one hand's working, one hand's holding a sword. Well, what right. does that imply? That like they weren't sinning to have those weapons at that, at that time. Um, the sin isn't in the weapon and, or, and the weapon doesn't cause the issue. It's the, it's the sin in somebody's heart. And so I, was, I would, I'll be very, on your podcast, I won't say this on the Rebels, but... <laughs> um, I was convicted and, and my mind changed. I was like, you know what? That was something I was thinking unbiblically about. And what does this pot, what do these podcasts exist to do? Help us think biblically about things. Yeah. And that was just something I never actually thought biblically about. Um, so my mind changed and I'm now I would say I'm programmed. I actually would go as far as to say, I think everybody should have one. Um, so um, with the caveats of like, there are people who are, who shouldn't, but 
but I mean, like yeah. mm -hmm. majority, I think we should, we should probably all have. So I'm in the process. Well, I was in the process before COVID of getting in Canada. We have very strict gun, like licensing and things like that to mm -hmm. get it. I was in the process of getting that done because I was like, Nope, I think, I think I'm wrong. And so therefore I need to fix this. Nice. Um, now I still don't know if I blast somebody if they walk into my house in the middle of the night, but like, I, th I think I have the right to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, and I, I want to, I want to make it clear that, you know, in the middle of the night is a very, um, uh, is a detail that's in God's law when the, when the intruder and the thief comes is in the night, because it's a time when you don't know what's going on and you are un you're very unsure about the intentions and stuff like that. Cause the law, the law even says, um, but if the sun rises and, and you kill him, like, um, there was a different outcome. It was, it's not just this blanket. Like if someone's on your lawn, you, can't you can blow the them UPS away. <laughs> right. Or just, yeah, if someone's on your lawn, you can't just blow them away. Like if it's, if it's daylight and you can perceive some things, then you can actually use some reason and, you know, deduce what's going on in the middle of the night of course it's a whole different situation so yeah. again we love pointing to the wisdom of god's law and how we should be following it um and right there is part of it i what i was not saying so i don't want anyone to hear me saying this that if someone um is just like trying to i don't know steal a bike out of your front lawn that you can that you should just kill them and that's no big deal like um there is still some uh some detail there yeah yeah, well, and God's law, like the when we when we appropriately appropriately apply God's law, there is those caveats for like the punishment does fit the crime. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like there are there are those times where it's like, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't like in your analogy, you wouldn't blast the kid for trying to steal a bike in the middle of the day. But like you might you might do that if it's in the middle of the night and it's in your home and you don't know what's happening. Right. Where it's like God's law, there is that provision of like God's law being like, well there was enough doubt of what was of what was happening and your first prime primary thing is to is pr to protect your family and your kids yeah, right rather than protect this person but in the middle of the day your family isn't you, like you can perceive very quickly what's mm -hmm. the situation mm -hmm. and then you act differently accordingly and i think i think yeah. we just need to start I, I think there's a danger in andy stanley's heresy of like unhitching yeah. the old testament from the new testament this is partly why this is so dangerous because removing God's law takes away too much of how we're like, how we interact with and how the world is supposed to be governed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. um, because if you remove God's law, then the only law we then have is love thy neighbor as yourself. Well, I don't want anybody to shoot me. So, but then when my neighbor isn't loving me, how they, how they, how I'm loving them and there's a disconnect there, I don't have any standard to then know how to respond to them. If they're, they're yeah. beating on me, well, that's not loving towards me. I don't, without the Old Testament, I don't have an appropriate response. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, that's, there's a, there's a danger there. So, um, yeah. Pro guns. Yay. Pro guns. Love guns. Actually, pro swords too. No, exactly. Just, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm equal opportunity. I'd rock a sword. I'd probably wear a sword if you gave me a sword. <laughs> um, so. That's awesome. Anyway. The, by the way, in, in Canada, there's no open carry though. So. Like, just I'm all right with that. Like, That's okay. No, the interesting <laughs> is my, my research in, in Canadian gun laws is that 
is that you can't, and I think you even, you know, told us about this, uh, Pudi, in a different conversation that you, you better not tell them it's to defend yourself. What you need to tell them is that it's completely for recreation. Yeah, 100%. Just recreation. That's it. I'm just going to have fun with this thing. It has nothing to do with protecting my family. That's so funny. Yeah, any, any kind of like AR or um, handgun, you, you actually need to be a member of a gun club to even own. Wow. So like if you're, you're not a gun club member, you can't even have that because the, the sole purpose of those in Canada is target shooting, right. like skeet shooting, those type of like uh, hunting rifles. Now I'm like, I, like I said, I'm not an expert, mm -hmm. um, but like hunting rifles and there's a little bit more leniency in terms of like, you can have yeah. a rifle right. without uh, a gun membership, but like almost universally, you're not going to get approved for your um, like, like acquisition license in Canada without being a member of a gun club being like um like you basically need to show that that's what it's for unless you're like in the like in our military or a policeman or something like that that you would have a purpose like to have it mm -hmm. um, so but even then like they they can't carry them when they're off duty in their right. car they have to mm -hmm. be like sealed up and all that stuff so um, it's it's kind of crazy yeah they, we, we punish all the people who are going to use them for the right reasons but criminals it's not like they're like oh i can't carry this thing i gotta put it in my trunk like, you know, they're just dropping it in their back pocket so, anyway. so true new york right. city saw 59 shooting shootings not deaths just shootings last weekend so just saying new york has terrible gun laws as well there might be yep. correlations.